My Lord, I think we've been at it since the very beginning. We can when we're uncomfortable, when we don't unnecessarily agree with someone, we can quickly come up with a reason why we don't like them. But this, but that, but they did this, but they believe that. They look this way, they look that way. From the very beginning, God comes and asks Adam, Adam, what were you doing? Well, God, but, but Eve, Eve told me. Eve gave it to me. She made me eat the fruit. And God says to Eve, what are you doing? But God, it's the serpent. It's the serpent. The serpent made me do it. But this, but that. Don't look at my faults. Look at someone else's uh, inability, their faults. We can constantly do this. I think we see this in the breakdown of being able to talk to one another. We want to have a black and white view of the world. Either they're for us or against us. And if they're not for us, well, we'll find a reason not to trust them. And we definitely see this in today's gospel. Jesus, the Son of God, God made man. He made people a little uncomfortable. And that's ultimately all right. But people, when they're uncomfortable, they can react negatively. And so we see in the gospel, at first they're like, but he's crazy. He's crazy. He's out of his mind. And then the scribes come, but he's, he's possessed. He's possessed by a demon. Others along the way will say he's blasphemous, that he's uh, anti uh, the, the rules of, of Judaism. But, 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 they can't or they have a difficulty seeing and hearing Christ for who he is and what he has come to invite us into. They look instead at these other things and dismiss him as crazy, as blasphemous, as possessed. Don't worry about him. He's nothing. We don't have to worry with him. We, as human beings, from our creation, we desire to be whole, to be unified, to be a, a, a single, trustworthy person but we feel divided. Sin divides us. And we can look for the hypocrisy in others, point out their flaws, point out how they are not whole, but all the while we know deep inside that we too have flaws that they may point out, they may not even know. We suffer from this a difficulty with getting along with one another in that way, that we look for the, the difficulty, the negative, the way in which we can put down someone we don't agree with. And Christ comes to offer us another way, not a way that says, well, we'll just disagree, 
but a way that says there's something greater than the minor disagreements that we might be having at this moment. That each of us is created good. We may do bad, we may think wrong, but we are good. This, uh, this whole confusing thing about the mother and the brothers and the sisters of Jesus, really what that's trying to tell us is his family. His family. His extended family, all of his cousins, his relatives, they have come to say, you're going to need to stop this. You're making us look bad. And he looks at those around him and says, these are my brothers. These are my sisters. We are called to be brothers and sisters of Jesus Christ, children of God. And in that, we recognize that each of us is inherently good, has goodness within us. It is easy to focus on the things that divide us, but we can instead focus on the good of the other. Someone leaving Mass uh, at, after 8.30 said, well, this will give me a different perspective for when someone cuts me off in traffic. And I said, well, yes, it could. Traffic, driving, all of that is an occasion for sin for many of us. But an opportunity to recognize that that other person, while they may have made a bad decision, while they may be acting uh, uncharitable towards others, they too are a beloved child of God. This whole section about the unforgivable sin says that all sins and blasphemies can and are forgiven by God, except for blasphemies against the Holy Spirit. Now, what exactly does this mean? And I'm not sure. I don't know exactly what Christ was attempting to tell us through that. But if we look at the Trinity, if we look at God in three persons, one nature, we recognize that the Holy Spirit is at work through Jesus Christ. And they are saying that he has an unclean spirit. They are looking at him, and instead of seeing him for who he is, they dismiss him, say he has an unclean spirit. I think when we uh, begin to dismiss people, when we begin to stop listening to one another, we don't see the Holy Spirit at work in their lives as well. We begin to believe that we, that I, have all the answers. I have no reason to listen to you. I've got it all figured out. For those of you who have raised teenagers, I haven't, thanks be to God but I have like seven, eight hundred teenage girls at Sacred Heart, so I have an idea of what it might be like. And they, teenagers, often think they've got it all figured out. It's kind of difficult to get through to that. Through that. It's got it all figured out. The unforgivable sin is assuming that we don't need someone else. And it's not necessarily that it's unforgivable, 
It's that it's so difficult to get through to that person that they have blocked themselves off from one another and from the grace of God. So let us today open our hearts. Open our hearts to that vulnerability of actually listening to one another, of actually being vulnerable and hearing what the other person has to say. They are a child of God. You are a child of God. You don't have it all figured out. I don't have it all figured out. We need one another. We need our sisters and brothers. Let us turn our hearts today in that direction to see the Holy Spirit at work in that person, whoever that person might be for you.